Hello and welcome back to Growing Your Business, a podcast where we talk about growing your business and talk about best business practices and business practices amongst your employees, which brings us to this week's episode, episode two, where we're going to be talking about employees, and here talking about employees is me and the World Profit. So World Profit, how are you doing today? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Ortega. I know this is a topic you've been wanting to talk about uh, over the last few weeks, and we're finally here. So um, employees, employees are so important, frontline workers in a business. And, um, you know, this is, this is what's going to be your people, your resources that are going to face the customer itself, the client. No, I, I totally agree. And I think when, when people talk about business practices, they always look at the customers, we don't really kind of look at the at the at the culture of inside the business. We don't really focus on the employees. So that's why I'm really um, excited to kind of talk about the just the makeup of a business and then also how the employees kind of fit into that business model. So I'm really excited for this. Absolutely, you know, and, and it's so it's so key to get the right employee in your business. That is that is why I'm really big on university. Uh, you know going out recruiting at university at the university level bringing in those students with the proper credentials the proper book smarts the the proper way of doing things you know you want to go with the professor way the the lecture way the book way of of properly you know handling a customer working as an employee handling an employer no no i i agree um i think that higher education is important especially for uh, business leaders to come in and, and grab students and look for students because not only do they have a fresh understanding of the material when they come out, but you know that they're able to take in a workload because they've been doing it already for the past, you know, three, four years, however long they've been in college, you know, with the reading, the writing, um, the public speaking aspects of it that they've been doing it for the past couple of years. So I think they're they are one of like the freshest commodities that you can get when you're seeking out new employees. Right, and uh, if you notice, like some of the managers out there from some of these companies, sometimes they have the managers and they have these managers that don't have these degrees or don't have higher education, like a master's degree or an MBA. Now they're managing numerous amount of employees and it's not going the proper way or it's, you know, the operations are not properly being run or correctly being run. And you see time and time and time again where this person probably has a GED or a high school diploma. Now he's managing people with MBAs and JDs and BAs. And it's like, shouldn't be the opposite way? I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's the, it's an upside down Christmas tree there. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And that's just, I think, the way our culture has been changing. No fault of the, of the business owner or the person on top. But, um, for example, I've, I've always been telling people, I've been telling my friends, you know, like, congratulations, you got your bachelor's. When are you going to go get your master's? Right. Because, honestly, in this work environment, you need your master's. Right. The master's is a new bachelor's degree. So I always told my, my friends, I was like, you, well, you better hurry up. I was like, you know, there's some places you can get your bachelor's in, like, uh, uh, 18 months. Sure. Or, or, like, most master's programs range between two to three years if like, you take online classes. Like an accelerated program. Yeah, and I think that it's so beneficial for you to just go out and get a master's when you still can because once once family hits, it's a whole different thing. You're not going to be able to get away from, you know, from, from your family on the evenings. 
And family is important. You want to be around your family. So I think you should go out and get your master's because that's the equivalent of a bachelor's degree now. I hate to say it, but that's just the way it is. You and know. you know what I notice uh, about an MBA as opposed to like any other uh, degrees, especially undergrad degrees or even in high school and grammar school? So beneficial is ethics. I've, I've, I don't know, probably had at least a half dozen courses and chapters on ethics. Being ethical, being an ethical employee, it's so important in today's world. And, you know, the, we're, we're just so much unethical things that are happening out there, especially what, what's happened in the past with Enron and the, you know, the uh, implementation of the SOX, the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, and everything that's happened in the, you know, in the past where all these businesses going under. I mean, I've noticed, you know, even doing sales and basic sales jobs, where the person is not getting paid or the person the manager is not paying this person their proper you know commission and it happens time and time and time again i i must have heard from probably at least over 100 salespeople that i've spoke to they say 99% of those people the those companies or those managers do not pay the proper commission you believe that no i believe that and you know what i think a lot of people aren't well trained in ethics and, and just moral philosophies, and, and they aren't. And it's not only reflection in the business world, but also in, you know outside the business world. I think people kind of lose their sense of self. Or you know what? They don't lose their sense of self. They, they care too much about themselves that they don't go on and, 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 and just even talk to other people about different ideas. And that's all ethics is, and morals is kind of just expanding your mind. So back to your point, yes, I think it's important, and yes, yeah, I'm sorry, yes, I think it's important, and no, I don't think a lot of people are really reaching that potential yet. But back to your original question, um, yeah, that doesn't surprise me, because a lot of people just don't think, you know, like, oh, I didn't give them, I knocked them like 100 bucks off their commission. Sometimes that doesn't register for them. Because they're not in the trenches working for that. They're kind of overseeing it. Do you know what I you know what I mean? Sure, by sure, that? sure. Yeah, 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 no, but did, you know, it, it it time and time and time happens where, you know, I even have to advise these guys out there, you know, they're on the field and regardless if they're selling vehicles or selling real estate, selling renovations, selling uh, you know, property, clothing, whatever it is, items, products, services. I get these people are just constantly getting taken advantage of. Their commission's not being paid on time. If they're not being paid on time, uh, they're delaying their pay. They're not paying them at all. They're taking their pay without telling them the, the proper clients that they, they, they're supposed to get paid on. Well, and now they're taking their clients. You've heard of that in, in, you know, in the past. Yeah, well, it's not even uh, you know, with, um, with the money, but also with just how they're treated in the workplace, your ideas don't necessarily matter to us because you're low on the totem pole or, um, you know, you can't take this day off even though you asked for it a month in advance because we're going to be, quote, unquote, busy. So, yeah, no, I definitely see that there's a lot of issues between um, empl employers and the employees. Um, so I guess with that being said, do, do you kind of want to go through, you know, maybe some of our listeners are thinking, you know, I'm having this problem with my employer what can I do? You know, do I schedule a meeting? Do I send them an email? How, you know, what would be your best suggestion um, for, 
you know, what these em uh, employees should do with their employers or with their bosses if they come into a situation like this? I would have to say probably get like another manager involved, someone with the equal equality level that, you know, the other manager has, possibly speaking to, an, you know, uh, possibly another employee about it. Um, you know, you always can get professional help as well. Speaking to an advisor or financial coach like myself, I, I financially coach numerous amounts of people. And I hear these um, stories time and time and time and time and time again. It's just, it, it, it doesn't get old. It's constantly happening out there that these individuals are being taken advantage of, especially once it gets to business. Um, you know, I would have to say, and I'm throwing out a number out there, it's realistic. It, it, you know, 99% of the businesses out there, they're, they're committing um, fraudulent practices. They're not being honest with their employees. They're not being honest with their salespeople. And I think we need to clean that up. And in order for it, for that to be cleaned up, these managers need to go and get higher education. It, it, they say only 2% of America, 330 million Americans out there, only 2% have an MBA, a master's. You're a business administrator. You're administrating a business. You have an administration to run a business. And my education... I come from numerous universities, including DePaul University, and numerous master's degrees and, and accreditations and cert certificates. And my professors, my doctor professors, my MBA professors, they taught me how to do uh, business the right way, conduct business the correct way, be ethical, and not break the law. Yeah. So so expand on that. You said you said something along the lines of like 99% of of these businesses are corrupt. Can you go a little bit deeper into what you mean by that? It could be as simple as um, you, you're you working for a car dealership mm -hmm. and you're, it's your day off. Okay, all right. Your customer comes in. Now, majority of car dealerships, they will give you 50% of the commission if you're not there and it's your client that's listed on a database. For example, a lot of car dealerships use Vin Solutions, which is a database where the actually track down your customer now the person who sold that vehicle doesn't report it to you management doesn't report it to you now you show up the following day and you notice that your customer came in and bought a hundred thousand dollar vehicle and you're supposed to get 50 percent of that commission now you do not receive 50 percent of the commission and your co-worker gets 100 percent of it or it goes towards management 50% and then the employee keeps 50% or the company keeps 50%. Now, it's a hidden okay, yeah. a hidden payout that you're not receiving. Okay, yeah, that okay, no, that totally makes sense that I can see why that So I I guess with that is, you know, If you have a toxic environment like that, because I think that would cause a toxic environment, what, what do you do? You have to not only report it and, and let management know about it and confront the coworker, but it's up to upper management to really want to make change. It's, it's up to them if they want to continue producing unethical practices, or it's up to them to continue wanting to do work and conduct work the right way the righteous way. You know, I don't know about you, Ortega, but at the end of the night, I have to report to God, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And if I know that I did something wrong, now it's between me and the Lord. I want to make sure that at night, that when I report to him before I go to bed, I'm good to go. 
No, you have a clear record. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of these people don't. They don't have no one to report to. And it's happening time and time and time and time and time again. I, like I said, I'm a financial coach. I'm a financial advisor. Tons of people have told me stories and asked for advice and, and, and on why this is happening to them. Regardless if it's sales, if it's at the executive level, if it's at upper management level, if they're getting bullied at work. Have you heard stories about you, uh, an individual getting bullied at work? Yeah, no, I've heard about those. And, you know, they're... You know, I've, I've, I've talked to people about this, and it's not like the, it's it's just like the name, not, not the name calling, but just the backroom dealing. And you that, would that think that. a lot that, of the bullying is about. And you would think that it would end in high school or in grammar school, but to continue at the corporation level or even at the business level, what do you think about that? I think, uh, <laughs> I think that it's it's sad, but it's it's true. It's like a dog-eat-dog world. And you're always afraid of someone else beating you up. Wow. Because I don't know if you've been in this situation, but, you know, you give, you know, you're working at a job, you really like it, but there's another opportunity that comes along, and, and you, you you interview for that other opportunity, you get the job, and then you go back to your employer and give your two weeks notice. It never lasts two weeks. They usually say, okay, well, thank you, pack up your stuff, and, you know, you can leave this week or at the end of this week. Or today. And, yeah, or today <laughs> or tomorrow. You know, like, yeah, you, the two-week notice is a complete joke because I I feel like it's already done. And, and you know, they're, they're pissed. You know, they're upset. But then all of a sudden uh, they're upset, and then all of a sudden they find someone else. So, and that's not and that's not even right on their part because you gave them their two week notice. Yes, exactly. and now they're yeah, and now they're upset. Right, you know, and it's like, well, you know, there's this rule about the two week notice, and I did it. You know, why why are you why are you going to hold it against me? And then of course, you know, when you list out your resume, you list previous bosses, and you're like, oh great, like I left that job, and I don't think I caused bad blood until I told them I was leaving. Correct. You know, just little things like that. So I, I can see, back to your point on bullying, it's just a dog-eat-dog world and we're all just trying to survive. And it's terrible to say. And you know what, Ortega, if you, know, if you can act ethical and have a good attitude and a good behavior at work, it's only, gonna, it's only, it's only contagious that other people around you, including your employees and your coworkers, are going to be able to gravitate to that good energy that good you know that positive attitude that good behavior and if you can release good behavior amongst each other do you know how profitable a business can grow and be like everyone's going to want to join your business everyone's going to want to you know look for a job in your business i mean you've seen some companies that are out there and you can't even find a job you go on their website and right away you know jobs are being taken Right off the bat, I mean, I used to work for Facebook. Facebook's a great company to work for. It's very user-friendly. Um, you get to show up in your jeans. You get to work from home two, three days out of the week, telecommute. Um, they have a snack shop, a smoothie machine shop. I mean, literally, you can pull up in the afternoon. They have smoothies for the employees. They have every snack you can think of. Um, they Most of them are on summer hours. You get to go home at 12, 1 o'clock and work the rest of the day from your smartphone, from your tablet. Um, they don't even have desk inside their Facebook office in Chicago. They, you know what they have? They have couches and lounges, people walking around barefooted on their tablet doing work. Yeah. I know that would that, jeez, yeah, um, that is amazing. Wow, 
Um, so hopefully, you know, you guys really enjoyed this video. Um, again, this was our second episode on employees growing your business. Thank you, Roll Profit, for just coming on and just kind of talking about uh, business practices and business foundation. So I really appreciate it. Any, you know what? Anything for our listeners. Once again, thank you, Ortega, for taking the time. You know, our listeners are number one. We do this for you guys. All of you guys in social media right now, on Instagram, you know, on every channel out there, just tuning in right now on podcasts, CastBox, everyone out there just plugging into this station. We thank you so much. We do this for you guys. All this is being done for you, and God bless you, and I hope your manager is managing the right way. Your company is being righteous, and you are getting paid your, your proper commission. And you know what? I, I really enjoy, you know, enjoy talking to you guys today, and thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again.